You're listening to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast, episode number 21, five simple things that you should never do on Instagram. On this episode, we are breaking it down and keeping it real like we always do. Listen in to see if you are making any of these five mistakes. Let's go. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you wedding rock star work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock Your Wedding Biz. This is Mindy Marzek, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Renee Dallo. Hi, everybody. Hi, Renee. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Uh, <laughs> we're excited today because we're talking about one of our favorite topics. Instagram. We are talking about things you should never do on Instagram. We're going to give you just five simple things. We had to narrow it down. We did. Because we really did. <laughs> there are a lot of things that we see people do on Instagram that make us a little stabby. It, that is accurate and honestly i was thinking like we're kind of going we're going negative with this one like things you should not do however i feel like we've been pretty nice up until this point with like suggestions and encouragements and now we're like hey for real stop doing these five things (laughs) yeah and we're going to we're obviously we're going to say these are things you shouldn't do but within these suggestions we're going to talk about things that you should be doing correct so we're not going to leave you high and dry The reason we came up with this episode topic is because Renee and I are constantly screenshotting things on Instagram that we (laughs) that we don't like and sending it back and forth to each other. Don't tell everyone our secrets, Mindy. How dare you? We never do that. That's horrible. No, we've been doing it for years, actually. For years. And I feel like I'm I'm maybe I'm a little more critical because I I do look at social media very closely for my job as a social media strategist. Yeah, but then what's my excuse? <laughs> but I like that Renee, when I send something to Renee, she's just like, oh, I agree. That doesn't look good. So we figured we, we, we're the authority on this topic. We are the self-proclaimed authority <laughs> on Instagram do's and don'ts. <laughs> You know what I feel like we should do? Like, Remember back in the day when Glamour Magazine would do those like do's and don'ts in the back page? So do you yeah. remember that? I feel like we need to do one of those for Instagram. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to talk about things you should never do. And I feel like these are pretty easy tips, but sometimes you just, people just don't think about it too hard. And I mean, Instagram, if you're using Instagram for business, this is basically like a mini website. It should yeah. be very, very, it should be well maintained. It's not just something you can just throw together and think it's going to be okay, and think it's going to be an accurate representation of your business. Mm -mm. If you're using Instagram for business, you have to take it seriously. Yeah, I mentioned this in another episode, I think when we were talking about uh, getting referrals or or whatnot, but I consider Instagram to be my living, breathing, in real time portfolio. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I actually think it probably is a better representation of my brand in some ways than my website, because the website doesn't get updated as often. Sure. Yeah. And that's exactly how everyone should be treating it. If you plan on using Instagram for business, it it is like a living, breathing portfolio, like a 
like a bio that you can just you carry around with you everywhere you go and you can show to anyone at a on a whim. So you always want it to look nice. You always want it to be a good representation of yourself. So we're going to talk about five. We call it five simple things because these really are simple things that shouldn't be too hard, but just might not be something you've thought about before. So let's start with number one, which is to me super obvious, but I see this all the time. And that's if you are using Instagram for business, you can't have a private profile. Nope. Can't do it. Change it up immediately right now. People have to be able to see it. It's like having a website behind a password or something and you only give it out to specific people. Yep. Uh, I know that a lot of people have this like urge to keep their Instagram private. Like they, I don't really know what it is. Like they want, they want to have more control over who sees it. I don't know. But if you're a business, you gotta put it out there. I would say a lot of people I speak to who have the private profiles, um, are maybe using their Instagram. Well, I see two things. I think the people who are doing that have an Instagram that has, that is both business and personal. So they have photos of their kids or photos of their family, and they don't necessarily want those available to everyone. But then also, I feel like a lot of people who are using Instagram for business, but still have a personal profile, like they haven't switched over to the Instagram business profile, um, keep it private, because I don't know, there's some I think you're right, it's like some sort of like, well, I have to know them in order for them to follow me. But that really defeats the purpose of using Instagram for business altogether. So I would say if you really want a private profile, make yourself a personal one. I have a personal profile on Instagram that I post photos of my dogs and what we eat for lunch. And it's just for my friends that are not wedding industry friends. And, and it's, and it even says on there, like, it's called Renee Dallow on Instagram. Don't come follow me because I don't let anyone follow me. Uh, but if you find me there, it says follow me at Moxie Bright Events for wedding industry stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. very easy to do. It's very easy to do. And I will say that uh, it's okay to share personal stuff on your business Instagram once in a while, if that's what you want to do, as long as it stays on brand. But I know plenty of people who have two separate Instagram profiles the way that you do. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's something to consider, but you really need to have that business profile be public so that you can be discovered and potential clients can find you and you it's very easy for someone to see what you're all about without you having to click a button that approves them to see your stuff. So, exactly. make sure that your Instagram profile is not private. And can I add one thing to this? Yeah. Make sure your location is somewhere in your bio, people. Yeah, that's important too. Instagram is a big world. We want to know where you are. And don't just say that you're world worldwide. <laughs> yes. Like it's fine if you want to say Los Angeles and we'll travel worldwide, but put where you are. Yep. <laughs> okay. So that's number one. See? Simple already. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Uh, number two. Another simple piece of advice, don't post bad photos. Oh, I love this. Okay, so let's break it down. Yeah. A bad photo could be something that is too dark or overly weirdly filtered, like mm-hmm. grass should not be that particular shade of neon. <laughs> just FYI. Or just frankly, uninteresting. So if you're looking at your at the photo you want to post... And you can't tell what the focus of that photo is, you know, what is it a photo of, then don't post it. Because I've seen a lot of like, 
I I can't even think of one that makes sense, but it'll be like a a wide view of a lake and what they're, and what the caption's talking about is like a boat that we can't see (laughs) on the lake. And I'm like, what, what am I supposed to be looking at? Yeah. And it's just, you know, if, if you can look at a photo that you want to share on Instagram and ask yourself, does this represent my brand? Does this represent my business? Does this represent my personality? And are my followers going to find this interesting? And if the answer to any of those is no, then just simply do not post it. Yep. End of story. <laughs> also, bad photos can be blurry photos. Yes. That are not like art artfully so. Just like and honestly, sometimes I've I've put in a photo on Instagram and somehow in the upload it gets blurry. And I have very nice friends who will DM me and be like, that photo looks blurry. And I'm like, oh, is it? And then guess what? I take it down. Or I re-upload it because sometimes you get a bad upload. But if it is, it's very off-putting to be scrolling and then see something blurry and be like, oh my God, is that like, what is, is this my eyes? Like, it's very strange. So if it's blurry, take it down. Yes. Dark, filtered, blurry, uh, crooked. You know, if you're you're looking at like a horizon because you took a photo Mm -hmm. of the ocean and it's crooked, there are apps that can fix that very easily. And I think you can fix you can fix it in the Instagram app too, can't you? Yeah, you can adjust certain things in the Instagram app too. I personally, you know, I'm old school and I have been using Instagram since back when they did not have any of these magical yeah. editing features. Mm-hmm. So I just do all of my editing in a separate app. Uh, I generally use Lightroom. Mm. I use Visco. Yeah, and Snapseed. I use Visco, V-S-C-O. We'll put all the links in the in the show notes. And then I also use, um, there's like a beauty filter for like, honestly, if it's like a very bad skin day, like a little, little beauty help, a little, little, just a little, just a little smoothing, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you know, sometimes a photo can be bad in your phone and you can make it better with these tools. And so I would say putting in that, you know, 60 second to 90 seconds of work, um, can go a long way in making a bad photo look passable or even great. Yes. And we're not saying that your photos need to be perfectly styled and they all have to be hashtag no filter. (laughs) Like you can definitely do some editing, but I see all the time just either photos that are completely off brand. They don't mesh well with the photos that have been posted before it or after it. Or um, I just see a lot of people who just post you know, photos that were maybe taken at night inside the house and they just they just straight up don't look good. So just consider that because whenever you upload a photo, it is a representation of your brand. You have to look at how they all look together on your profile grid, how all the photos fit together. And if something stands out, then it's just not worth having it there. I would rather you guys not post anything for a couple days than post a bad photo because you feel like you have to get a post up every day. Exactly. I agree. And don't worry, we're going to do another episode very, very soon that talks about how to plan your Instagram grid. So I know as soon as Mindy said, like planning the grid, everyone was like, I don't know, I don't know how to do it. We're going to we're going to get there. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about uh, we can go deeper into how to edit, Mm -hmm. how to plan your grid. I will say that for me personally, I I do a similar editing to all of my photos, but I don't plan out my grid. I know a lot of people do. 
to make sure that like their top 12 or top nine on the grid always look like they're flowing together. They match in some way. Uh I don't, I don't really stress too hard about that, but I do have, you know, certain filters that I use on each photo so that they look similar in style. Yeah. I have a little recipe that I I call it. I mean, it's just what I do in this with every photo. Um, But I actually do plan out my grid, not, not in an OCD kind of way. I mean, I don't, um, I certainly don't lose any sleep over it, but I do have a, a strategy that I use. So again, next episode, we'll talk about that, but stay away from bad photos. Y'all bad photos are not doing anyone any favors. Yes. Point number three is don't go too long without posting something. What is too long? Well, let me give you an example. This is something I see all the time when I'm looking through my hash, my niche hashtags and I'm doing some Instagram networking is I'll see someone who posts like 10 things in a row and then they won't post for a couple days or even a couple weeks after that. If you have 10 photos to post, you know, spread them out so that you're not going too long without posting. What you don't want is to have a bunch of photos showing up in your followers feed that people are like, okay, we get it. What a pretty wedding. Wow. Yes, (laughs) this is lovely. I'm seeing this over and over and over again. And then you're off their radar for two weeks until you post another 10 photos. So that's an example. I have a question for you, though, because so Instagram used to be chronological, True. Like the way we, the way we see everyone else's content used to be chronological and then they mixed up the algorithm. Right. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of like a rando thing where you can see someone's post from like three weeks ago. And what I think has happened, because I've heard people tell me this is that like, Oh, it's okay if you post 10 photos at a time now, because your people aren't going to see them all at once. Now I know that's not true in my case, because sometimes I get those and I'm like, what are they doing? Just dumping photos and running. But what do you think is it's not accurate, right? It's accurate in a way. Um, With the new Instagram algorithm where it's not chronological, sometimes I'll see there's definitely accounts that I like and I interact with a lot. And if I don't look at my Instagram for a little bit, I'll pull it up and then I'll see like three photos in a row from them. But they posted them on, you know, once a day for the last three days. I just didn't see them. So Instagram is showing me what I think I want to see. Now that's fine. If it's some if it's an account I really like and I wasn't on Instagram for a couple days and then now I'm seeing all their photos at once, I'm okay with that. I'm talking more about like my example where if someone's going through a hashtag because they want to see everything attached to that hashtag, those are still in chronological order. I mean, you oh. can switch. You can see the top ones or you can see the recent ones. And so if you're looking on the recent side, you're going to see all those in a row and if you're trying to get discovered by new people, posting a bunch of photos in a row is just not a good look. Interesting. Okay. I like it. Yeah. And so if you post 10 photos in a row, chances are your followers won't see all 10 photos in a row. They'll maybe see one here and then scroll a little bit and they'll see another one. But I just don't think it's a good look. And I also think that when someone's looking at your grid, at your profile, they should see some more variety. They shouldn't just see the top nine photos are of the same wedding or of the same couple or of the same vacation that you just took. I just prefer a little bit of variety. But the important thing about this tip, which is don't go too long without posting, is that you don't want people to forget about you. (laughs) Yeah. And people are following so many people on Instagram that if you drop off someone's feed for a little bit, you're going to be forgotten. Sorry. Yeah. And I also will point out 
you know, with my clients, if they come to me and say like, oh, I'm thinking about booking this vendor. Do you know them? Um, if I don't, then I end up, you know, going on a little bit of a deep dive on the internet to see about this particular vendor that I don't know. And I'll go to the website, make sure it's, you know, legit. Then I'll go to the Facebook page. If the Facebook page hasn't been updated, that's a clue. But if I go to Instagram and Instagram hasn't been posted on for a while, I actually will say to the client, like, are you sure that they're legit? Are you sure that they're still in business? Yeah. And it, it happened a few weeks ago. Someone hadn't posted anything to their Instagram since like 2017. I think oh, it was yeah. April of 2017. And I was like, are you positive that they're still shooting weddings? Yeah. So if it's been over a year, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> um, I would say uh, talking about, you know, consistency. If you have trouble getting an Instagram schedule together or remembering to post, just post once a week. Mm-hmm. Just say on Wednesdays, I post on Instagram. Just don't go too long without posting because like Renee said, you know, and, and even a year is a long time, but even a couple months could signal that you're not around anymore. So that's a good point. All right. Tip number four. This is one of my pet peeves on social media. Let's hear it. Don't post a photo without a caption or and don't post a caption that doesn't make any sense. Yes, preach. Okay. If I'm on your feed and I'm looking at a photo, let's go back to my lake photo, right? It's, this is not a real thing that happened. I just like it. Yeah. Let's go back to this photo of a wide shot of a beautiful lake, right? Mm-hmm. If the caption is talking about s'mores that you made that night after being on the lake all day, that's weird. A little bit, yeah. It doesn't go with the photo. Also, a thing that I see happen a lot is the captions, um, they should make grammatical and like, they should make sense in in the the way of telling a full story. You know, Um, a lot of people think like, I see these like sentence fragments or like, and I think like, does this person think we know where they're coming from? Like, are we supposed to know what they're talking about? You really have to spell it out, beginning, middle, end. Every caption should have a beginning, a middle, and an end, even if it's just three sentences, you know? This is this photo. This is what it means to me. This is why I think it's interesting, funny, sentimental, amazing. This is why you should care about it too. You got to give us the whole story. Yeah, I agree. I always tell people that your Instagram captions really should be like mini blog posts. Mm -hmm. They should tell a full story. It shouldn't just be a a quote or it shouldn't be. uh, This is something I really hate is when it's more of like an inside joke Oh, those are the worst. Something that makes sense to you, but isn't going to make sense to anybody else. Um, It should really tell a story. It should have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And your caption should always include some kind of call to action. So you can ask your followers a question, ask them to comment with their favorite whatever. If it's a lake, if you're posting a photo of a lake, you can ask what their favorite vacation spot is. You can say, this is what I did today. What did you guys do today? Or what are your plans for the weekend? I can't wait to lay out all day by this lake. What are your plans for the weekend? Yeah. Sometimes it's something asking like, can I get an amen? Am I right? Who agrees? Like it doesn't have to be rocket science. Yeah, it really, but it should all be cohesive. So the caption should make sense with the photo. The caption should make sense on its own. It should tell its own little story. You should be including your followers in some way. And always keep in mind that that photo that you're posting could be the first time that someone is ever seeing one of your Instagram posts. Preach. Which doesn't mean that you have to like 
do a full introduction in every comment, <laughs> but or in every caption, but it should make sense. It should give a little insight into you, the things you like, what your business is like, what you're doing, how you treat your followers. You know, it should, everything should be cohesive. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my God, this sounds like so daunting. Just look at the photo and write something that is like how you talk to your friend about the photo. Exactly. It should be conversational. You're talking to your friends when you're on Instagram. So, you know, treat your followers like your friends. And uh, that's a really good suggestion is to just like, if you were sending that photo in a text to a friend, like, what would you tell them about that photo? What would you tell them about your day? Uh, Mm -hmm. Or how you felt when you took that photo? You know, yeah, yeah, this, this isn't really tough stuff. But, you know, it takes a little bit of practice. So I'm not going to say like, everyone's going to be super amazing with their photos and their captions right out of the gate. It takes a little bit of a practice. And you do have to pay attention to what your followers like. Your followers, as you go along, will tell you the types of photos and the types of stories you tell in your caption. They will tell you what they like by their comments and their, their double tap hearts and the amount of followers that you get, you know, check your insights and see which of your photos gets the most uh, engagement, and then do more of that. (laughs) And I just want to say for the call to actions, um, I have had conversations with other creatives where they say like, yeah, I always do call to actions, and almost no one answers me. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Because if you're doing a call to action, and you get one answer, then someone has answered you. And they are an important person and you need to have a correspondence with them. And just, and just to like illustrate this, right. I'm going to read you guys a caption that I did for a photo that was um, announcing a very, very short vacation I took last week, which said, happy Monday. I'm on the shortest vacay in history, just two days in Vegas where I will be spending 95% of my time in the pool, but still it counts. Yes. Yes. How are you making time stand still in this last week of August? Right. I had two responses. One person saying, have a great time in Vegas. The other one saying, we're we're on a little vacay this week too. Have fun. I liked both those comments. I wrote back, you guys have fun too. Was it an amazing response? No, but it was just a little a little interaction with two accounts that I that I really like and I like the people behind the accounts. And so it doesn't always have to be life-changing. It can just be conversational and fun. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's the perfect example of sharing a photo. Obviously, I don't have the photo in front of me, but I do remember when you posted that, it was a nice photo, you had a nice caption, you spoke from the heart, you were honest, you included your followers, and you know, you got two people who super love you and wanted to chat with you and you responded to them and that's perfect. That's exactly what everyone should be doing. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So we're almost at the end of the tips. What is number five, men? Number five. We saved the best for last, you guys. <laughs> number five. Don't overuse or misuse your hashtags. Amen. And we're talking about, we're mostly talking about using non-relevant hashtags on photos. Hashtags that don't make any sense because... People think that using a certain popular hashtag is going to increase their exposure when in reality, personally, I think it makes you look a little desperate. Mm -hmm. So what would be a non-relevant but popular hashtag that you see wedding pros overusing? Can you give us a, is it 
Can you give us a generality? Well, I'll just use an example. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's like super egregious, but I know that a lot of people just have the same grouping of hashtags that they use on every single photo. And so if your grouping of hashtags has the hashtag wedding dress in it, and you're posting a photo of a a close-up of a wedding ring, Mm -hmm. that is a non-relevant hashtag. There is no wedding dress in that photo. It drives me crazy. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, and actually, and think about it from the perspective of someone who's searching hashtags. If there is a a bride, you know, looking for a wedding gown, (laughs) and she clicks on wedding dress because she wants to see all the wedding dresses and she sees a ring. She's going to think you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's not going to make you look like a, like a, like a pro, like an expert. Yeah. People are savvy, especially these young millennial brides and grooms who are searching. They, they know what's up. They know when people are trying to game the system, they, they are much smarter than all of us are when it comes to Instagram. So that's just an example. Uh, But I'm, I'm also thinking of broader things like my, the example I always use when I'm, when I'm talking about this topic, don't post a photo of a sunset and hashtag it Kim Kardashian. <laughs> do people do that? Come on. Yes, they do. Because they, <laughs> they think that because they're using a trending or a popular hashtag, their oh. photo will get seen. But your photo is being seen by the wrong people. It's so gross. It's so spammy. Don't do that. Oh, it's man. super don't spammy. It. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about with hashtags, if I can, for a, a sec yeah. is... um. So a really popular thing, especially with wedding planners, is to hashtag uh, blogs, wedding blogs. Oh, yes. In order to get their photo seen by the blog. And and I think a few years ago, this was pretty, um, it was common practice, and it was also sort of a recommended practice. But let me tell you, in the last year, it has really fallen out of favor. So if you are a vendor with a specific wedding blog, if you pay for advertising, like I pay for advertising on the vendor list of a practical wedding. Well, I do hashtag a practical wedding in my Instagram photos because I'm a vendor with them, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not a vendor with Style Me Pretty. So if I hashtag Style Me Pretty in order to get their attention, it just comes across as uh, disingenuous and kind of, kind of weird because you're not, you don't have a relationship with them. So I would say go through your, you know, your hashtag list and, and just, prune it down, um, keep the ones that you're a vendor with and take out the ones that you're not like Huff post weddings doesn't need to see every single photo you're posting every day. They don't, they don't care. And I would honestly, you know, I would guess that hardly anyone ever gets a repost that way. That's not how they're doing it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's fallen out of favor. Yeah. And I will say, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, I will say from a blogger standpoint, or a con- I'll, I'll call myself a content curator in this in this case, uh, I can tell you that it's very frustrating that if you have a hashtag that you use and someone is misusing your hashtag, like I get, I feel like angry inside. Like I feel oh, yeah. like people are wasting my time because if I'm going through a hashtag and I'm curating and I'm looking for things that I want to might repost on my account or use in a blog post, if someone is using that hashtag on photos that aren't relevant, I will block them. Nice. Because I don't want to see it. It's not it's not me trying to be rude, but you're wasting my time. I'm glad you brought that up because it's frustrating. Yeah. And, and also on the flip side of that, on the positive side, you should be hashtagging your own business name. Yes, always. So that you can find your own photos later. <laughs> so you can find your own photos later. And then also if you do a wedding with someone, 
and you can use their business hashtag and they can use your business hashtag. And then mm-hmm. you'll all come up in these searches when people are searching for business names. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then just one final thing on hashtags before we wrap up. Instagram does let you use up to 30 hashtags per image. And a couple years ago, the thought process was, well, if they give you 30 hashtags, you might as well use all of them. I don't necessarily agree with that anymore. I don't think that people should be using weird, spammy hashtags just to try to get to 30 hashtags. I also think that Instagram is paying attention to the people who are using hashtags in a genuine manner. So if you are using the same hashtags in a group that you copy and paste from your notes app on every single photo that you post, Instagram is noticing that and Instagram is dinging you. They don't like that. They want you to use hashtags authentically. So I recommend, and what I do now, is I maybe use somewhere between 10 to 15 hashtags on every photo. I've stopped copying and pasting my hashtag groupings. I type them out manually so that they're not in the same order every time. They're a little bit different every time. And I think that Instagram is really paying attention to that now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I will say I still do have my hashtag grouping saved as a note on my phone. However, I copy paste it over and then I start taking out the ones that are irrelevant Mm -hmm. and putting in manually ones that are relevant. Um, And so I do end up switching up the order a little, you know, more or less. And then the other thing that I started doing a few weeks ago, and we can link to this in the show notes, um, is a website called Display Purposes. Oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, well, Natalie Frank from Rising Tide uh, did a blog post about it. And I was like, let me try this. And so because I did feel like I was getting a little stagnant with my hashtags and I was feeling kind of like creatively not really there to like go search for new hashtags. So Display Purposes is a website where you can put in um, a hashtag like Natalie did the uh, example of like you can put in creative, uh, creative entrepreneur and it will spit out other hashtags that are relevant. Oh, great. Now there's like a toggle where you can like lower it. I lower it to like five or 10 just because mm. I'm looking for newer, like new hashtags that I'm not using, but it has been a little interesting to see um, how using the different hashtags is getting me more followers and a different kind of interaction. Now I will say that even with display purposes, sometimes uh, I look at them and I'm like, I don't even know what these captions, like what are these hashtags even mean? Like this, <laughs> these don't make any sense. And so you still have to go through and edit and use your brain, yeah. but it's been an interesting, to discover new hashtags that work for some of my photos. You know, a few a few days ago I posted a wedding cake and so I put I put in wedding cake to see what would come up. And I was like, oh, these are hashtags I've never seen before, like bakers and makers. Oh, and um yeah. yeah, it was cool. But also like I would not have gotten there on my own. Yeah. So display purposes, um, I'm not using it like like gospel, but I am using it as a way to sort of explore new hashtags and see what happens. No, I love that. I think that it's a great uh, tool that people can use for anyone who, like you said, is feeling a little stagnant on their hashtags. Maybe you've been using the same hashtag grouping for a year or Or more. more. And it's time to not only reduce the number of hashtags you're using, but also shake it up a little bit. So yeah, I love that. Great example. Awesome. All right, let's recap our five simple tips for things you should never do on Instagram. Okay, number one, don't make your profile private. Number two, never post bad photos, photos that are off-brand, dark photos, blurry photos. Use your 
apps to make them better. Number three is don't go too long without posting. Remember that you don't want to post 10 photos in a row and then disappear for two months. Save those photos and spread them out. Number four, do not post a photo without a caption or with a caption that doesn't make any sense. Remember, you need a beginning, a middle, an end, and a call to action for every caption. And then number five is don't overuse or misuse your hashtags. If you've been using the same hashtags for a while, it's time to shake them up. Woohoo! And that's it. See, we said they'd be simple and they were. They were. Now, the next episode, <laughs> we're going to get into some, some deep stuff. So get ready for that. Yeah, we're going to teach you guys a little bit more about how to edit uh, your photos and make them super pretty, how to figure out how to consistently have a look and feel for your photos mm-hmm. as how well. How to plan your grid. How yeah. to plan your grid. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be great. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for leaving us reviews on iTunes. We love them. And just bring it on. There's Bring on more. We love it. And there's also, if you go to our Instagram account, there's a little video that tells you how to leave a review. It's so easy. And we walk you through it. Um, and then also, reminder, we've got a Facebook group for you guys. Yeah. Come join us on Facebook. Do a search for Rock Your Wedding Biz Podcast Insiders, or go to our Instagram at Rock Your Wedding Biz, and there's a direct link to the Facebook group in the bio. We want to talk to you guys offline, or online, but off podcast line. Hmm. Yeah, that's tricky, but you know what I mean. I think they understand. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear from you, basically. There you go. We want to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.